know you're anticipating a long delayed rundown on our favorite movies of 2021, so here's a teaser of a few select picks from our lists to hold you over for the main podcast coming soon. Remember, you can join the Boston Screenwriters Group on meetup.com and RSVP for Screenwriters Virtual Forum, peer reviewing scripts, giving feedback on fellow writers' work while networking with them as well. Please check out the links on our anchor.fm profile to follow us online, donate, or leave us a nice message to let us know how we're doing. We hope to see you at one of these virtual forums. Until then, enjoy the podcast. Let's see, how best to describe Teton? Uh, so it won the Palm d'Or of this year, fam- you know, sort of famously, uh, and uh, it's directed by Julie Ducournau. Uh, she did uh, Raw a few years ago. Uh, and um, the easiest way I can say, uh, I do like Raw, I, but um, I thought that there's uh, a lot of stuff that could have been uh, improved on. And uh, oh boy, does there's, there's, uh, uh, uh sort of improve things and it goes in, mm, various uh, uh, directions that uh, I wasn't expecting. Um, so this is sort of, uh, I don't really want to even give away the plot of this one. I kind of want people to go in cold since we're not really doing a spoiler sort of a review on it. But uh, yeah, uh, so everything, uh, but, but most likely if you are a film nerd, you have heard of this uh, some way because it did, again, did one, we win the Palm d'Or this year or last year, I should say, but um, yeah, go in as cold as you can and uh, see how long you can sit through it. <laughs> if you, if you can, uh, if you have uh, the sensibility in the stomach to use it, but um, uh, definitely weird, wild stuff uh, for those, those two. Yeah. Sensor, um, I did want to see that. So now that you recommended it, recommend, because it's on who I believe, right? It's also on Hulu. Hulu is really, uh, yeah, Hulu is really coming through with all of these releases. Right, right, right. And I've, I've always planned to say it, so now that you recommend, I'm definitely going to put that in more, you know, something I'm going to watch sooner rather than later. And Teton is, um, I, every time I try to watch it, um, I had kids around, so of course, <laughs> don't, <laughs> yeah, don't have the kids, don't have the kids for this one. Yep, yeah, no, yes, no one, have, no one. This is an this is an NC seventeen hard. No, no one. Uh, yeah, no kids allowed for this one. Yeah, yeah. So as, as soon as I have no kids around, I'm going to finish watching. But the part that I did see, it was very, it was, it was interesting. So um, I definitely want to see it as soon as I'm able to. So I yeah I, I think those are some pretty good picks. And horror is up my alley, so I'll definitely check out both of those. So you know I would mention a movie, and this is, goes back to what you mentioned before, Jeff, about um, kind of surprises or things you just weren't expecting. And I would say in any other year, any other time, maybe this wouldn't make my list. Um, and also, if there had not been um, a film that preceded it that just did so horribly um with its similar name i wouldn't ever think of it in these terms but it's almost like um my pick of the suicide squad benefits from the first suicide squad being just so god-awful right i mean it's almost if that first suicide squad didn't exist would i have this one so high i just think this uh recent movie the suicide squad suicide squad um was engaging uh, exciting, uh, used um, some misdirection a little bit to, to start the movie off. It was pretty clever. Um, they, they used humor properly in this. They got you to connect with some of the characters in ways that you would not expect. Um, 
they actually made it the Suicide Squad in, in terms of, you know, um, people dying um, in the film. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, you know, again, this was a breath of fresh air. I didn't expect this at all. I, I entered this totally believing that I would have just as much uh, disdain for this one as the, the original movie, which I, I that one I, I saw only um, on DVD, the, the original one, because I, I knew better. I could tell something about the way it was being constructed. But this one was refreshing. Um, and you've got um, <laughs> these characters, uh, especially I'm thinking of uh, the, the rat catcher character that was kind of endearing, and then her connection with... Uh, um, Idris Elba's uh, character, I the name of the actual characters in the movie, but uh, Daniela Melchior played Ratcatcher and Idris Elba played, don't know the name of the character. And then you also have, of course, uh, Hollywood longtime uh, star in, a, in an interesting role, Sylvester Stallone playing the voice of a character. So um, and that character uh, also was, was pretty endearing. So yeah, really shocked by this. And again, most years wouldn't make my list, um, but it was, again, I think in part, it's the contrast between the two Suicide uh, Squad films that make this one kind of stick out. You know, um, this actually, it barely made my list. Just like I was debating putting out, it, it did actually make it. And I concur with everything you said. And um, in terms of the humor, I mean, I think I laughed so hard in this film as if it was a comedy. I think I laughed more at this than something that was meant to strict, strictly to be a comedy. And um, I just like, uh, it, like very good cast. Like I said, Idris Elba, then John Cena. He, um, you know, he does his typical, he's, he's gonna have to change up because he's kind of starting to play the same in every movie now. So he's gonna have to, uh, uh, change up a little bit. Um, and Peacemaker is actually on HBO Max. It's kind of like a spinoff of that character having his own show, which isn't as good as the Suicide Squad. But anyways, um, I, I like a lot of folks in this, a lot of good acting. Um, everybody could tell everybody was into their roles. And um, and I love, um, why can I, uh, Waller, um, what's her name again? Uh, why is it escaping me? An actor played Waller. Can people? Yeah, I, I just draw a blank as well. <laughs> well Viola anyway, David. Viola yeah, David. There you go. Viola, how can I forget her? I guess I'm, I just turned 50, so that's probably. Well, anyways, um, yeah, she, she just, she's just the, oh my gosh, she just was just, she makes a good anti villain, I, I guess you would call her, but. Um, yeah, I, it, like I said, it's a strange year that a movie like this will crack my top 10 list, but you know, it is what it is, you know, um, you know, we'll see what happens 2022 is, you know, we'll see what that list looks like, but in the past list, it's just, this, this list is kind of, it's different. <laughs> you know what I mean, but no, but I really it was a it's a fun time. It was entertaining. It's something I could see multiple times. So yeah, that's that's why I I concur with you. But uh, No Time to Die was the last run for Daniel Craig as uh, as as 007, and uh, a great finale to his arc. I I believe. Uh, 
And um, again, no spoiling stuff, so I won't go into the particulars, but uh, they do stuff here that hasn't been done in this um, uh, 50-year-old franchise, which is astounding. Um, and uh, they do a great job with, um, with the character, at least Daniel Craig's version of the character. And um, they give us a, uh, and again, it's just a great send off uh, for Daniel Craig and uh, his, uh, you know, his iteration of Bond. And it shows that, uh, you know, this, you know, holdover franchise from the early 60s, uh, you know, they can still find uh, new, uh, new beats to play with and uh, new storylines to give us, uh, even though the, the tropes are well worn and have been parodied. But uh, Kerry Fukunaga from um, uh, True Detective season one uh, really does a great job with this one, I thought. You know, you mentioned uh, doing things that have never been done in the Bond film. What folks don't know that happens in this movie, they bring back George Lazenby and Timothy Dalton and Roger Wait, It's Moore. a Bondverse. It's a Bondverse. You ruined it, Mark. Damn it. <laughs> and all the Bond villains. All the Bond too. villains there come back. Go. All the ones. Yep. Yep. There you go. Mark, you ruined it. Damn it. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree too. And um, No Time to Die is also on my top 10 uh, 2021 films. We hope you enjoyed a small taste of our favorite movies in 2021. Be sure to look out for the entire podcast, which will be available to listen soon. Feel free to leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts and other platforms. You can support this podcast and the Screenwriters Group with a monthly donation by clicking the support button at anchor.fm. You can join Kenyatta and I at our virtual screenwriters forums by RSVPing either on meetup.com and or Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch our forum recordings and other videos. Links are in the description. We wish you all the best in your writing and other life's pursuits. Get vaxxed, stay masked, and be safe out there. Mm-hmm.